the blunderbuss is back. Yes, Australia's most popular bus on which to discuss leadership failure is back in action. The bus has been in the garage getting turbocharged and now back in action for season six. And once again, we'll be driving all over Australia, meeting some fantastic leaders who will share some painfully honest stories about their moments of failure and what they've learned. The Blunderbuss has been downloaded over 6,000 times, making it the world's most popular podcast about leadership failure recorded on a bus. You've probably worked out by now the magic secret when it comes to failure is the ability to reflect on mistakes and learn. And that's what I do in my work as a pastoral supervisor, which I do through my organisation, Generation Leadership. If you're looking for a pastoral supervisor to help you reflect on your work and ministry practice, I have some openings. So go to my website, generationleadership.com.au to find out more. I'd love to work with you and provide a safe place to reflect on what you're currently doing and what you can learn. So check it out. Today, the blunderbuss is driven to the delightful Moreton Bay area of Brisbane to meet Kath Talek. Emerging Leaders Program Director with Arrow Australia since 2017, Kath began pastoral ministry at Gateway Baptist Church as the children's pastor in 2009 and later became generations pastor, overseeing kids, youth and young adults, as well as leadership development for the church. Kath is passionate about seeing leaders developed and is straight out one of the best Christian leaders in Australia. Welcome on the bus, Kath. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. I'm I'm so excited. Kath, is it possible that even an extraordinary leader like yourself has made a leadership mistake? Is this possible? Yeah. I mean, the better question would be which one would you like to talk about? <laughs> There's been um, like like two or three, is what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> <at least. laughs> two or three this week, and it's only Monday on yeah, the that's right. yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Monday morning. <laughs> uh, so Kath, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, look, I think, um, I mean, there's been plenty and I could probably choose a heap. Probably what's what's on my um, heart and in my space right now would be um, the, the big mistake I made in trying to do it all, trying to, mm-hmm. trying to be everything, trying to uh, do everything uh, really well and succeed really well in everything. I'll set the scene for you a little bit. Okay. I um so as you said, I am the national director for Arrow Leadership. So I'm leading a national organisation with uh, you know leaders from all across Australia in all different denominations uh, through a fairly intense leadership development program. Uh, part of an organisation and you know thinking strategically about where that organisation is going, leading staff, leading volunteers. You know, like it, it's a, a fairly significant role. It's a full time role. Um, I also uh, am a mum, so I have two small children, uh, so they're five and two, mm. um, and I'm and I'm a wife, and my husband is not easy either. <laughs> I said every wife ever, but um, <laughs> but he's also quite complicated in that he is a medical doctor, and he's actually finishing his training. Um, so he started that a bit later in life, but he is finishing his training as a hematologist. And so with that comes really intense exam preparation yeah. and, um, yeah, a whole heap of stuff that's fairly intense. And so the scene for me is about March 2021 mm. where I am literally trying to do it all. I'm trying to lead a national organisation, mother two small children, be a supportive wife uh, to someone who is never home and is really focused on these, you know, career ending and starting exams 
um, and, you know, trying to be a great disciple, you know, trying to love Jesus and spend time in the word every day, trying to be a great neighbor, you know, loving yeah. my neighbors and talking to them about Jesus and, you know, um, mowing their lawns and taking their bins out and doing all that stuff. Trying to be a great member of my church. Yeah. Um, I love I love my church. I love serving my church. I feel a real responsibility to do that. So I'm serving in ministries, I'm leading ministries. Um, I'm trying to be a great daughter. My mom lives with us. Yeah. Um, at that point, March last year, uh, she was having breast surgery. She'd been diagnosed with diabetes. Um yeah, I was trying to do it all. Kath, I'm I'm I, exhausted just hearing that. <laughs> I know, right? Um, and I, I, I think the way that I handled that was to take control. So I had control of it and it was a very tight control. Mm. So we were very routine at home. Um, I lived my life sort of checking boxes and making sure, you know, the sandwiches were made at the right time and <laughs> the people were loved and the text messages were sent and, you know, everything was very, very, very tight. And the problem with that um, is that if you're holding things so tightly, it is extremely difficult to let any of it go because yeah. the sense that you have is that if you let anything, if you let one thing go, you're going to let everything go. Yeah. And I think that's how I viewed asking for help. You know, like you might you might listen to that that situation and go, why don't you just ask for help? You know, like where's where are your friends? Where are your family? Um, and I wish I had, I think that's the mistake I made is that I just, I just felt like I had to do it all. Now there's multi-layers to this, right? One of yeah. the layers is pride. So, you know, uh, if you're a female leader, which you're not, Ed, I realize. Deceptive cat. Well spotted. That's my spiritual gift of discernment coming through there. But I, but if, if there are, if there are listeners here who are, um, who are female leaders, you'll know this. There's this layer of pride that we have to work against that says yeah. I'll show you that I can do this yeah uh, because we've lived in a in a culture and um, a Christian leadership landscape that we feel like we have to do that now I want to say that's changing like that, that, that's definitely changing and there's a lot more freedom and a lot more encouragement for uh, for female leaders in the in the Christian landscape in Australia but there's this leftover sense of mm. I'll show you I can do this I can right. be a mum I can be a wife and I can be a leader all at the same time. And if we let that pride become a part of the, you know, tight grip of control, it's really hard to say, I'm not managing. I'm yeah. not able to do all of this. Um, and so we just continue to layer and continue to say yes to things that we shouldn't say yes to and continue to commit to things and, you know, continue to try and do it all. Yeah. Um, and then the other layer is we just can't ask for help because of what I said before. It's really, yeah. really difficult because if I let go of one thing, then I've let go of everything. Now, what happened to me is what I don't want to see happen to leaders anywhere, which is I just ran out of my ability to grip um, and I just dropped it all and completely right. burnt out. Um, and what that meant was that I uh, had to take sick leave for nearly two months. So I was off work for two months. Yeah. Um, I did actually have to ask for help, actually, yeah. um, and had to ask my family and friends to come and take kids to school and look after kids. And um, I had to ask my siblings to come and, you know, take some of the load with my mom. Um, and a whole range of different things just happened because I literally physically, emotionally, spiritually, psychologically could not continue to do it. I just was broken. 
Um, and so, and as I look back and I reflect on all those things, I can see that the mistake I made was the pride thing, you know, yeah. like, I'll tell you what I can do. Don't you tell me what I can't. Um, and, and not asking for help. Um, and this, this concept of to be a great, successful, high capacity Christian leader, I have to do it all. I have to tick every box. Um, but this is just huge, actually. Yeah. Yeah. And, mm. and what strikes me, two things about what you've just described. One is that it's really actually very, very complex. And the other yes. is that it's actually really very, very recent. Yes, definitely. I would We're, say I'm still recovering. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. We're not talking about decades ago. This is this is no. this is this is recent, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And and it seems to me it is complex for young female leaders. Yeah. Um, you know, for people of my generation, many of us had uh, you know, spouses who uh, didn't work or didn't work full time. It feels very complex. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is complex. And I think for 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 mum for mums in ministry, for example, you're not you one literally not going to find a higher capacity person than a mum. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. they, they like they have the ability to uh, do a lot on minimal sleep. Yeah. Um, their multitasking is outrageous right like a mum can multitask like no other being on earth yeah um and so so they're very attractive in ministry because they can do so much and they're so high capacity yeah um but i think what's happening underneath the surface um can sometimes get in the way of seeing that go well and i think that the, the really complex thing i think is the pace at which you have to to do it all the pace at which you uh, have to move and live is way too fast. Yeah. Um, and so really in my recovery, that's been the important piece for me is that, and particularly as I consider this biblically, yeah. is that I'm not sure we were created to move at such a pace. I no. think we were created to move slowly um, and um, at pace with God. And, um, and so that has been a huge piece in my recovery is actually learning to slow down um, and, yeah, change my pace. And you've been part of an organisation, Arrow, that I think, you know, so creatively engaged in Salah, you know, during yeah. during a COVID yeah. period of time. Uh, you guys very deliberately, very um, intentionally um, paused, you know, from yeah. that, that term, that obscure, enigmatic term out of the Psalms. I just thought it was such a yeah. brilliant organisational move and full credit to yeah. you and, you know, people like Liam and so on for, for doing that. Um but Kath, I get that. But this must be so. I get that you you're, you're trying now to live at a slower pace, but there's got to be a cost, mm. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What's the so, cost? Um, uh, so one of the things I had to work through initially was expectations. Right. So, and what, an exercise I did with my psychologist actually was uh, to list all the expectations I thought that were a part of my life. You know, like. Right. And where they came from, right? Um, and some of them were real. Some of them were expectations uh, from a uh, from a work ministry point of view, from a family point of view. You know, yeah. they were real expectations. A lot of them were my own making. A lot yes. of them were expectations that I had invented um, and w- was trying to w- was trying to live to. Um, and so, uh, what I've had to do is lower everyone's expectations, <laughs> which is a box, <laughs> right. include including my including own, your including own. own, yeah, yeah. And Kath, to, I'm, uh, I'm guessing that's yeah. probably at least in part not just about what you do, but like how well or how excellently you can do things, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think live in a self-forgiving space. Wow. Um, yeah, I think live live in a rhythm of, you know, okay, I probably didn't hit, you know, probably didn't hit that mark <laughs> with the kids this afternoon. Right. But it's okay. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. okay. Or I didn't, um, you know, I didn't send that email within 24 hours like I would expect myself to. Right. That's, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I, I've gotten really comfortable with asking for forgiveness. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah, I, I think because I was living at such a pace and I was, I, I think before I burnt out, I was doing a pretty good job of pretending like everything was okay. And so people learned to expect a certain you know, level of yeah. leadership for me. And now because I pulled everything back, that's not there anymore. Yeah, so right. people have had to get used to kind of this new cat that's trying to do it all still, but do it well yeah, rather yeah. than, you know, yeah. kill myself in the process. Yeah. I, I love that phrase, you know, uh, finding the self-forgiving space. Uh, mm, that sounds mm. very profound. So, Kath, if you were had some words of, I don't know, advice, encouragement, you know, wisdom to give to younger, yep. especially female leaders yeah what would you say yeah um i'd say so much (laughs) but i the first thing i'd say is slow down slow down figure out where you are working and living at a pace that is unsustainable um and ask yourself the question who is this hurting because Mm -hmm. the reality for me was living at that pace was hurting my family first and foremost yes um the the people that got the worst of me were the people (laughs) People you love (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) Um, which is such a common story, right? Like everyone's heard that story before. And so, you know, the people at work, they were they were getting the best of me. <laughs> like yeah, right. how unfair is that? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, th- think about how fast you're living and ha- who that's hurting um, and how sustainable that is and slow down. Yeah. Uh, I've got a few tips, really quick tips, I would say, is change your devotional process. Okay. Um uh, I started to, my devotional space started to become a checkbox. Yes. Um, so I changed it. I changed how I do that. I gave myself way more space and time to do it. Yeah. Um, I, I engage with Alexio uh, Divinas yes. as a process to slow down, slow down. the devotional yeah. space. Yeah. I read a great book called The Sacred Slow uh, by Alicia Brick Cole, which has 52 devotions that slow down your devotional space. Okay. okay. Um, and the other thing I would say really quickly is add water. So every time I start to feel like stuff is going too fast, I add water to the situation. I stop, go and make a cup of tea. I right. stop, I go and water the plants. Right. I stop. As you said, I live at Morton Bay. I stop, I go for a walk to the end of my street and just look yeah. at the water. Yeah. I stop, I go for a swim. Yeah. I stop, I just add water to the situation. And what that does is just slows me down and just helps me to recalibrate and go at the pace that's sustainable for me. Okay, Kath, last question. Yeah. What have you what have you learned about leadership failure? Uh, that it's real, uh, that you can recover. Uh, and um, God uh, God doesn't uh, invent failure, but he does use it. Right. So God doesn't want you to fail, but he will use it. Um, and I I've always been uncomfortable with vulnerability. It's not a natural posture for me. But how I have seen my own story impact and encourage and stop other leaders um, has been powerful, really, yeah. really powerful. And it's not something I, like, I'd rather you sit under my, you know, my teaching or something and go, yeah, that's going to change my leadership 
Instead, young Christian leaders have sat under my failure <laughs> and actually that's been what's empowered them in leadership. And so God will use it. God uses, he doesn't invent it, but he uses it. Um, and, um, yeah, I think you can get back from it and you'll come back stronger um, if you do, yeah. But you've got to ask for help. Great leaders ask for help. Thanks to Kath Tallick for sharing about her leadership journey and what she has learned. And thanks to you for being part of the Blunderbuss journey. I'd love it if you would subscribe and rate the Blunderbuss. That actually helps more people know about this podcast. About 10% of Blunderbuss listeners are based in Europe. So a big shout out to you if you're listening today from there. Go to our website at www.generationleadership.com.au to find out more about pastoral supervision. And I'll see you next time on the Blunderbuss. Thank you.